This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Springer. Coming up later on the show, a decline in Lake Whitefish is pushing tribal commercial fishermen to the northern edge of their treaty waters. There was a lot more fishermen that fished down the lower lakes. And then the fish just started disappearing. Plus the Pistol Whips, a Boyne City funk band, gets ready to record a live album. But first, state officials began testing public water systems across Michigan last spring. They were looking for a class of chemicals known as purin polyfluoralkyl substances, or PFAS. Now, all the results are in, and IPR's Kay LaFond is here to talk about what the state found. Kay, first off, how many water systems did test positive? So out of more than a thousand public and tribal systems that the state tested, uh, they found 119 had some level of PFAS, uh, and none of those were tribal systems, by the way. They also tested more than 600 schools, daycares, and Head Start programs, and they found PFAS in about 60 of them. So overall, about 10% of places had some level of PFAS. Uh, There are a few places in the listening area, Grayling, Gaylord, Walloon Lake, Charlevoix, and a few cities in the Upper Peninsula, but they all had pretty low levels. Okay, so of that 10% of contaminated sites, how many were actually at a level that's considered a public health concern? Only two places. Uh, The EPA has established a health advisory of 70 parts per trillion for two specific types of PFAS, and this was exceeded only twice. So once was the city of Parchment, which is down near Kalamazoo. Uh, It was at really astronomical levels, and there was an emergency declaration And they fixed that situation by connecting parchment to the Kalamazoo water supply. Um, Secondly, there was an elementary school down near Grant Haven called Robinson Elementary. And the kids there are now on bottled water. And just a reminder to listeners, we're talking about public water systems. High levels of PFAS have been found at military bases in places like Camp Grayling and the Wurtsmith Air Force Base. Okay, PFAS have been linked to health problems like cancer and reproductive issues, among other problems. Does everyone agree that the EPA's standard limit is the right one? Well, the science on just how much PFAS are harmful is still pretty unclear. So lots of environmentalists and politicians want the standard to be lowered. At this point, state and county officials are tackling PFAS contamination by handing out bottled water, installing filters, uh, switching the water supply. What else are they doing to fix the problem? The DEQ is planning to fund quarterly monitoring of any public system or school that tested higher than 10 parts per trillion um, for total PFAS. And they're planning to fund that monitoring through 2019. All right. We've got a map of the places PFAS have been found in Michigan at our website, iprnews.org. Thanks, Kay. You're very welcome. Kayla Fond has also been reporting on changes in Lake Whitefish. A decline in the population is forcing some tribal commercial fishermen out of Lakes Michigan and Huron and pushing them to spend more time fishing in Lake Superior. But Kay found fishermen and scientists are worried about whether whitefish there can handle the extra pressure. It's a frigid, snowy day on Lake Superior, and Jacques LeBlanc, spelled like LeBlanc, is fishing where his family has for generations. He's pulling a 300-foot gill net out of a small hole in the ice. He's removing fish as he goes and throwing them into a bin.
he says his catch isn't as good as it was the other day, but he can't complain. Somehow, someway, we always get what we need. I don't know how that works out. LeBlanc is a member of the Bay Mills Indian community, which is on the east end of Lake Superior. He's been a commercial fisherman for nearly 50 years. Today, he's catching a number of species with a few whitefish sprinkled in. There's more money in whitefish than anything for us. LeBlanc targets mainly whitefish all summer long. Unfortunately, in the waters where LeBlanc's tribe has treaty rights, whitefish are getting harder to find. In northern lakes Michigan and Huron, invasive mussels have changed the food web so much that it's starved whitefish populations. That's pushing many fishermen to the one place they still have success, eastern Lake Superior. This worries Paul Ripple, head of biological services for the Bay Mills tribe. So in the, in the past, what's, what's generally happened with the fishermen is if, if the fishing's not good, you know, they go somewhere else. They try something different, you know, they move around. Uh, but there's really not many places for them to go anymore. They're, they're kind of stuck with what they have, and that makes us uneasy. Tribes in the Michigan Department of Natural Resources work together to monitor and manage the fishery. And data suggests that more whitefish than usual were harvested in eastern Lake Superior in the last few years. Don Tadgerson, a Bay Mills citizen who's been fishing Lake Superior for the last four decades, says he has definitely noticed the extra boats. Competition for dock space, that's a big thing. But he knows his fellow fishermen don't have a choice. It is a tribal right, so come on up and join the crowd. Jacques LeBlanc Jr., whose dad you met earlier out on the ice, agrees. It is definitely a crowd now, that's for sure. He says the extra pressure on whitefish populations keeps him up most nights. I really wonder what we should do about it. I think about that a lot. We talk about it with our board a lot, about different management tactics that we could try to implement throughout you know, our, our home waters here in Whitefish Bay. He wants this way of life to survive. You know, like I said, I come from a fishing family, and it's also something that I want to be able to pass down to, to my children. Biologist Paul Ripple says commercial fishing affects every family on the reservation in some way, whether it's their primary income, a side job, or a dietary staple. It's unclear what the impact of more fishermen in Lake Superior will be, but for now, the tribe and the state are closely watching whitefish populations. I'm not panicked yet. You know, we're not in panic mode, but, but certainly we are in concern zone. Bay Mills and the other tribes that fish the area set harvest limits for their members. They can adjust those limits if necessary to protect fish populations. Ripple says they'll take action if appropriate. For Points North, I'm Kay LaFond. This is Points North. I'm Dan Wanshura. You're going overboard. You're listening to the Pistol Whips, a funk band out of Boyne City. On Sunday, the band will record their next album live in front of a crowd. Eric Jakeway co-founded the band in 2013. People are going to show up not knowing what to expect, and, and half, of it, half of it we won't even know what to expect fully. Um, and that's what keeps it fresh and just gives it so much energy, you know. The band plays all over northern Michigan and released an album called Stash in 2015. I've definitely had people say like, yeah, it, it, it's good, but you guys are better live. And I'm like, really? Okay, interesting. The Pistol Whips are a funk jam band. 
Eric says they really don't have time to practice together much, but perform weekly at Pearson's Grill in Harbor Springs. That's the only time we really ever practice. Uh, and it's kind of good because it makes you, puts you on the spot and, and you have to do your best at all times. During the live recording, the band hopes to get through about a dozen songs. And they're also going to be making a few music videos. If people want to get up and dance around, that is totally encouraged. Whatever anybody wants to do, you know, as long as they're not just like being obnoxious, hopefully not, you know, like screaming free bird or like that might not be uh, the best to have on an album. But who knows, maybe I'll, I'll work it into the song somehow. <laughs> Pistol Whips are going to start the recording party around 6 o'clock Sunday night. It's at Crooked Tree Arts Center in Petoskey. Next week on Points North, a story about what it's like to live on a northern Michigan island in the winter. And we'd like to hear what you do to get through these cold months. Give us a call at 231-276-4444. And we hope to share some of your stories on the next Points North. And that's our show for the week. I'm Morgan Springer. And I'm Dan Wanshura. Catch us Friday mornings here on Interlochen Public Radio. You can also listen at pointsnorthradio.org on the NPR One app or wherever you get your podcasts.